0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com.
2: Welcome into another edition of the Finsider Radio. My name is Jake Mendel, and as always, I have my good, good friend Josh Houts here with me. And, you know, we were writing down a roundup, rundown, to really start talking about the schedule, but as is the case with 2020, life is getting in the way again. Uh, May 4th, we have lost, uh, argu- not, not necessarily arguably, but one of the greatest coaches of all time, uh, Don Shula. I believe he was 90 years old. And... You know, I'm just gonna lob this take right out there. You know, there's a lot of things coming out on Twitter today. You know, you in, want that instant reaction. You know, you want to see those uh, interviews with people like Larry Zonka and Dan Marino, where you can really get that heartfelt uh, message from the people that knew, knew them. But but the one thing I saw is is something a little wild, and, and was the fact that someone tweeted, "Yes, uh, you know Don Chula's a legend because you can't tell the the story of football without mentioning." Don Shula, that is the, let's, let's take that take and and throw it out the window and, and never use something like that again. Sorry, Josh, my little rant before you get here, because this isn't an Eli Manning, all right? We don't have to have like, whoa, you can't tell us, no crap, we can't tell the story of football without someone like Don Shula. What this man was able to accomplish in his run as a head coach is mind boggling. So let's not use that as an argument. Let's use Hey, this was the foundation of football as we know it. What he was able to accomplish. So, so let's think of it that way instead of uh, Eli Manning trying to get into a Hall of Fame debate and not realize like how this this man has changed football as we know it today. Josh, now that I'm winded out, how you doing today?
3: As good as we can be, given that you know the goat passed away today, and this guy, like you said, he's been around forever he's a huge part of football and we are you know it's sad he's 90 years old he lived a great life and i think we just need to remind everyone that we're celebrating his life and not you know as sad as it is he's in a better place and he lived his time and he, he did a hell of a lot of great things while he was on earth
2: you know the the old cliche of, of nobody's perfect i mean nobody's perfect except for don chula right um and, and you know I feel like everybody really wants to hear those you know 1972 1973 seasons but you know you let's just let's just kind of open our eyes and look at these bigger pictures here he averaged ten wins a season for 33 years we were talking about this before the show Josh where I never really got to see Don Shula on the sidelines I was really too young for that I would have been four years old right so. Could you like like trying to like wrap my head around if the Dolphins averaged 10 wins for 33 years with 19 playoff wins, I can't do it. I, I cannot think of just how consistently great, you know, this run was. And, you know, people are gonna get mad at me saying something like this. But these numbers aren't really in the front forefront of everyone's memory. Uh, you know, recently because you see the run the Patriots Patriots just went on, but the Patriot run is looking at what, twenty years? This was 33 years. It's insane. It is absolutely crazy. And there's the recency bias of what the Patriots has done. But but just the, the consistency, The you know there's no controversies around him. You kind of knew what you were going to get. Nobody ever had anything bad to say about the guy. And he averaged 10 wins a season for 33 years.
3: Yeah, 347 and 173 with six ties. I mean, this guy was the greatest, and there's really no other way to put it. He said in an interview that he made $5,000 on his rookie contract. We know he was a defensive back, kind of built, worked his way up. He played a little bit in the NFL, and then he went on to Baltimore, became their head coach from 1963 to 1969, and then in 1970 took over the Miami Dolphins. We know what he did there. But you're right, the two of us I, – I mean, I became a fan around 1991, so I saw, what, maybe five years of Don Shula, and for some reason – he is what I remember the Miami Dolphins being. And I don't know if it's just because I would love the Dolphins that much as a kid or if it's because I realized how great he was and how great Marino was. I mean, maybe as a child, you just kind of soaked that all in. But I felt like I knew more of Don Schul than I truly did. But this is one of the greatest, if not the great. he is the greatest head coach of all time. He did it the right way. And, I mean, he put up the numbers. Two Super Bowls. Victories back-to-back in the 1972, the perfect season, 1973, four-time NFL Coach of the Year. Someone, I believe, maybe it was Will Brinson, you know, he came out and said they should change the Coach of the Year Award to the Don Shula Award because he is that good. And he's going to be missed, but we got to remember, you know, he did a lot of awesome things while he was here.
2: And like the thing to keep in mind here too is as you mentioned it he was making 5000 dollars when he first started. Uh you know when, when people see that the, there's a huge generational gap of how athletes kind of grow up today as they did, you know, in the 1940s, in the 1930s. Like like there's just a huge gap and you kind of think about uh the quote unquote, purity of sports. And, you know, people try to, I'm, I'm not trying to advocate for, you know, college athletes to not get paid because that's farthest from the truth, but, but what those people are trying to hint at is people play football in college for pride. You know, there, there's no money behind it. They're not doing it to fill egos. They, there was a time where people would go to places like Harvard and Yale that were, believe it or not, once known as some of the biggest football schools. And the mindset was, Hey, you know, I'm going to go, I'm going to play this four years. I'm going to do it. You know, I'm not looking for anything in return. I'm doing it for for pride, you know, I'm doing it for myself and then I'm going to go have a normal job, you know I'm going to go work out uh, in a coal mine I'm going to, you know, be out there in the world, but we're really losing that generation of people who who kind of really had to start from the bottom and didn't do it because they saw the money at the end of the road. They played football because, you know, it was their mentality, that hard work ethic. I mean, that, that jaw that Don Shuler carried around for so long. I mean, that is just... And I'm not trying to say, like, like even make an argument between, like, analytics and, and you know, quote-unquote football guy. That's not it eth- whatsoever. Or just, like, it, it's just a weird transition from from the type of player we see, you know, 30, 40 years ago. Actually, probably even farther back, you know, 50, 60 years ago to to what we're seeing now.
3: Yeah, it's just crazy to think. And I believe he was born January 4th, 1930. Died, obviously, today, May 4th, 2020. But, I mean, this was a guy, his family traveled over here from Hungary, worked their way up, like you said, and did all the right things. Don Shula was the GOAT. And, again, he he played for the Cleveland Browns from 1951 to 1952. The Baltimore Colts from 1953 to 1956, and then in 1957, uh, he was with the Washington Redskins. Then he just worked his way up as a coach. He coached at Virginia, Kentucky, the Detroit Lions in 1960, and then again in 61 and 62. He became the Baltimore Colts head coach in 1963. And then from 1970, again, he went on with the Miami Dolphins. So this guy, I mean, Don Shula did it all, and he is the Don. He is the greatest, and it's it's terrible what happened but you asked that and we just got to realize that Don Shula was an awesome awesome head coach he was a better man and a family man and it's it's hard to say goodbye to someone like that
2: there's no doubt about it and just you know this there, there's been a lot of interesting statistics that like like I said I think we'd talk about this more if there wasn't such a dominant run that the Patriots went on for 18 years because the Dolphins did that arguably for for roughly twice that you know span so what, one thing I have from, from PFF underscore Eric here is I found this today and is remarkable. Don Shula was 49-18-1 as a coach while starting a backup quarterback. Even crazier than he lost his last seven games with a backup quarterback. It's just like you think about that record, I would be happy if my team was 49-18-1 with their starter – Sure. I, I guess I'll settle with that. I mean, for him to do that with a backup, I mean, everybody loves to talk about what, what you know, Belichick did in, in 2008 with Castle or, or Brissett and Garoppolo. But I mean, this is this is like a whole nother level. And I don't want to make it a comparison, th- like trying to you know bash one or the other, because I don't think that's what, you know, anyone really wants to do right now. But it just kind of shows how mind boggling like a situation like that is.
3: Yeah, and one of my favorite stories that I heard today about Don Shula was from Jeff Darlington, and he said a lot of players were cutting curfew. He was trying to figure out which players were cutting curfew because he was going to bench them for the next game, and he had the guy at the front desk holding a football and said every player that walks through those doors have them sign this football. And The next day he went on that bus, and he said you guys are benched for for the first half of this game because uh, each player that walked in the hotel late signed that football. So that's just one of the many stories that people have about Don Shula. Um, I mean, you can sit here, we're on the Miami Dolphins website and we'll just read off the team statement. Don Shula was the patriarch of the Miami Dolphins for 50 years. He brought the winning edge to our franchise and put the Dolphins and the city of Miami in the national sports scene. Our deepest thoughts and prayers go out to Mary Ann along with his children, Dave, Donna, Sharon, Ann, and Mike. And that again was from the Miami Dolphins. Um... Another one here from Chris Greer, the Dolphins general manager. No one had more of an impact on the success and winning tradition of the Miami Dolphins than Coach Shula. He was an incredible leader and an even better person. I'm forever grateful for the interactions I've had with him over the past 20 years. I'm thinking of Mary, Ann, and the rest of the Shula family. And I mean, this page just goes on and on from people just gushing, raving about the greatest coach in football history. And it's, it's a sad day, but his legacy will forever live on.
0: Just go to frito No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends 4-3-2023. Void prohibitive. Here's worth the snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. One
2: of the, like, um, the Dolphins.com has, like, you know, the, the timeline of his life. and And just kind of scrolling through these, I don't think we're going through all of them. But, I mean, September 1944, Don Shula was 14 years old, forges his mother's signature on a permission slip to go out for his high school football team. I mean, that the, just little facts like that just to kind of know how, like. He's a involved. badass. Yeah, and, and, you know, I guess this was the one time he cut a corner, right? You know, is but um, you, you go on to say he, he was, you know, drafted in the ninth round. And, and, you know, he was involved in a 15-player trade when he was traded to the Colts. And and just kind of trying to figure that out today. Could you imagine a 15-player trade going on, you know, currently?
3: I don't even think you can make a 15-player trade in Madden, can you? Isn't it like capped at three <laughs> three assets? So I, I could not imagine how, how many days or months or years it takes to figure out all 15 players. And then and, and who's going where? That's, I guess it was a, a different time back then.
2: And you know it, it's you, you. don't tell the you cannot not tell the story of the Miami Dolphins without Don Shula. He is the story of the Miami Dolphins. I mean, when you think about what the team's done since, I mean, just the floundering from new coach to new coach. I mean, it's just been such a there was such a different atmosphere known with Miami Dolphins football um, and. You kind of see overseas uh, uh, a lot of times during the London games and things like that, that the stadiums are loaded with Dolphin fans. And that's because of, you know, Shula and Marino, what they were able to accomplish together. Yes, they never got to the Super Bowl, but just, you know, the mind-boggling stats season after season, the consistency. They would always had the primetime games. And it's still so cool when, you know, you look up the, the statistics. Like, one that always sticks out to me is the most wins on Monday Night Football. And the Dolphins are still number one, even though we see them, what, maybe once every three years on Monday Night Football football and you know usually then they get killed or something like that well unless it's the Patriots but just kind of how they established themselves as the the forefront of you know professional sports for a little while it seemed even though sadly it seemed like I got into football right when I didn't get a witness any of it
3: yeah it's a shame and even for the little bit I did get a witness it's kind of all that sticks in my mind and as a kid and you know you tell stories of how he became a dolphins fan a lot of that i thought was all because of Dan Marino but i think i need to take a step back and realize that it is all because of Don Chula and whether i was alive for you know the great years alive for how him and marino were so close to winning that super bowl you know in 1983 so it's it's one of those things where you only remember a little bit about him but to me, if it wasn't for Don Shule, you know, there would not be a damn arena. There would not be all these great players that we talk about in Miami Dolphins folklore. And, you know, we were unfortunate enough to not to miss that time frame. But for those people that were alive to see the 1972 and 1973 teams, like, can you imagine how great that feels? Like, I just want to see a playoff victory and to think that they were alive for that to witness the greatest coach and some of the greatest teams ever. You know, the no-name defense the, the list goes on and on, and then they draft Dan Marino, and I posted that video on Twitter right before the draft, and how you know draft pundits back then were a little skeptical, and who's going to develop Dan Marino? Don is a defensive mind. I mean, the, the pairing between the two was just the greatest, you know, the greatest tandem in NFL history. Three hundred forty-seven total wins for Shula. I mean, that's as impressive as it gets. That was at a time when there were only fourteen game seasons. So I think what I saw is maybe Bill Belichick could go undefeated for three years straight and still fall short of that. I, I'd have to check that tweet, but I do believe I read that earlier today, and, and that's just crazy to think about. So, it, it, like you said, Don Shula is the Miami Dolphins. Dan Marino is the Miami Dolphins. But, again, there would not be a Dan Marino without Don Shula.
2: 319 regular season victories that he accomplished his 319th. December twenty fifth, 1994. How's that? I was three months old.
3: Poor um, you, poor thing. <laughs> at, like I don't remember because I lived in Pennsylvania. Like you said, you only got to see so many games. But I'm, I'm just glad I, I, I guess I should be fortunate enough that I saw anything. Because it truly you were, sounds you like were sucking tale. your thumb and like just, finding just your feet. they were.
2: Truly yep. sounds like a fairy tale. Um, to kind of transition a little bit. Um, I feel so bad for Preston Williams. Yeah. <laughs> we got we to gotta bring that up. So today, Preston Williams, I mean, shortly after news came out, I'm sure he just woke up, was in a good mood. I mean, you know, everybody is on Twitter all the time, but like oh, a lot of us are, especially in the situation we're in, we're in currently. But Preston Williams wakes up and just says, how are we doing today? And, oh, my God, those were some of the worst mentions I think I've ever seen in my life.
3: Yeah, and you definitely feel bad for him. I mean, he's a young kid, and he had no idea what was going on, and I don't think he meant any harm behind it. And it, his mentions were terrible. And I feel kind of bad because, and I threw that Marcus Canby gif out there. And, you know, I feel a little bit, um, I feel like it's my fault a little bit. But other people went at him a lot worse than that. And I, I don't think he meant any harm behind it. But, yeah, he, I feel bad for him. Thankfully, he was on Instagram playing Call of Duty Warzone. I know you're a big fan of that. But it, it was an unfortunate situation. It was the worst thing he possibly could have tweeted. And he didn't know. But it was the worst thing for that moment. And Dolphin fans made him pay.
2: And two, let, let let's definitely just touch on this for a moment because I mean, uh, uh, there there is a lot to take in and with Shula. I do have one more tweet here. I do want to read. I believe it was J.J. Watt who posted this. and it was a uh uh bum Phillips uh, father or uh, Bum Phillips tweet uh, Wade Phillips's father. Let me see if I can pull this up here. Don Shula can take his and beat yours, and he could take yours and beat his. Just kind of putting the, you know, the X's and O's didn't really matter. It was he was on a different level. The talent wasn't needed as much as it was just, you know, the attitude, the mentality, the mindset. Uh, but Houts. So we, I'm gonna have you choose the direction here. Two last things we, we're gonna touch on here. One, do you want to talk Tua first, or do you want to talk schedule?
3: Uh, we'll, we'll save the best for last. We'll save two for last.
2: So it it sounds more and more like we're hearing that the full uh, NFL season is going to be played this year. One thing that may not happen, though, it's seeming like um, games out of the United States, and I believe the Dolphins had a game in London scheduled this year, yet we were still unsure of the opponent. And wasn't there also a game uh, originally scheduled in Mexico for they were going to play this year? Wasn't it the Patriots for some reason? Or am I just making that up?
3: Uh, there was a report that it was a Patriots, but it came out that that was false. But, yes, they were supposed to play in Mexico City, I believe, as well.
2: So there's automatically two home games, it seems like the Dolphins are going to be getting back. So that's something to keep in mind. Um, maybe later this week, we, we were already chatting about it, maybe we'll come out and we'll talk about the different um, the the different teams they're facing on the schedule and things like that. Uh, and, and then, finally, how it's, everybody's kind of freaking out about it. There's a there's a supposed Tua number out there floating around?
3: No, I think what it was was uh, a at glad, sad, mad one. Brian Cunick, he's a guy who, you know, he's done some Dolphin photoshops before and some of the best jersey swaps you'll see. And he posted one with Tua next to Flores wearing a number 10 and it got people a little bit riled up. So I still don't think he picked his number. Everyone's making a big deal out of it. But today it was about a lot more than Tua's number. But once he picks his number... That's going to be, like I said before, one of the number one selling jerseys, if not the top Because what Tua it brings to the dolphins. You know, it's a new era. And today we remember why the dolphins are the dolphins. And then at some point we can look forward to the future.
2: So the the big thing is for me, how it is. I didn't want to just come out here and, and just like regurgitate a bunch of different, you know, things that everybody's been reading on the internet today, everything like that. We're all kind of desperate for that content. And we do definitely want to celebrate someone like Don Shula. So, you know, we, we put a call out on Twitter. We didn't really get the response uh, we wanted, but but we're going to do it again here. Follow us on Twitter. or at, You don't even have to follow us for this. Uh, at House, H-O-U-T-Z, at mendel 94 Give us some Don Chula stories. Give me the ones that stand out to you because I think we all know about the... Uh, what What is it? The alligator in the bathtub. Um, throwing away the playbook. I mean, these are, are things that you know are going to live forever, but I think these are situations where we want to remember the, the, the unique stories, the, the quirky stories. So if you have a specific, uh, Don Shula memory story, even a game where you remember it was your first dolphin game, you saw live or, or whatever it may be. uh Let us know, tweet at us, get at that. And and we want to share these because I think these are the important stories that that really shouldn't be forgotten along with those ones that, you know, the the Larry Zonkins and Dan Marinos have been sharing for years. Um, Also, what you can do is give us a rating review on iTunes. Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast, hit us with hopefully a five-star review. Tell us a little bit of a story and we'll bring them up on here because, you know, I would have, I'd love to have a story about how, you know, I went to my first off and gave Miami and Shula was there on the sideline, but you know, you could still tell, I mean, you can tell as somebody who who never, you know, saw him there on that sideline coaching, the aura, the energy around South Florida football stems from what he was able to accomplish stemmed from the foundation he built Football was not the game, you know, it was 60 years ago. You know, it wasn't just this fantastic game that everybody's addicted to. It was people like Shula who attracted so many fans, who made all of South Florida, who made more of the world Dolphin fans. So, you know, like I said, reach out, send us those stories because this isn't something that you do one podcast on and it goes away. This is something, you know, for years, I want us to keep these stories going, these memories going, because it is so important not to the story of football, but to, you know, just the story of life, the one perfect person was Don Shula. And I think that's really the thing that, that we can all really celebrate today.
3: Yeah, 347 wins. And it again, we talked about that Photoshop earlier with Tua. I made a joke, you know, it needs to have a Don Shula patch on it. The Dolphins have to do something this year to honor the greatest coach. Here's a quote from Brian Flores, the Miami Dolphins head coach. Stone Cold Brian Flores said, Don Shula is a legend who had an incredible impact on the game of football, he was an innovator who competed for championships over several eras of professional football. My conversations with him about team building revolved around toughness, intelligence, and discipline. Coach Shula's teams were all of those things and more. He then went on to just list the players they talked to and just said his impact went far beyond Games 1 and championships. My thoughts and prayers go out to him and his family. And Again, everyone has nothing but the greatest things to say about Don Shula. It's a terrible thing that happened. Honor the 90 years, the 347 wins, the two Super Bowls, the undefeated season. He is the perfect coach. He did everything the right way. We you know he took a jab at Bill Belichick um, a couple of years back, and you know he did do things the right way. He was a tough, hard-ass that just got the best out of his players, developed talent, and there will never be a coach like Don Shula. May 4th, 2020.
2: Rest in peace, Don Shula. You will be missed, but we will continue to celebrate the high standard you brought to the Miami Dolphins that made so many different people fans. Until next time, FinCider Radio, the Jake and Josh show. Most importantly, Fin's up.
3: Fin's up. Rest in peace, Don Shula. You are the greatest head coach of all time.
1: Team. We drink the ball from goal to goal like no one's ever seen. We're in the air, we're on the ground, we're always in control. And when you say Miami, you're talking super cold, cause we're the Miami dog.